into our barn where we're smoking premium cigars, living the country life, and equipping ourselves with the tools necessary to stand up to the pressures of compromise and tolerance. This is Cigars in the Barn. Today we're going to start looking at the uh, La Gloria Cubana. This is the Serie R, number 5, in a Maduro wrapper. And right off the bat, looking at this thing is quite unbelievable. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's very, very, very dark. Um, probably one of the darkest Maduros I've ever I've ever smoked, so I'm pretty excited for that. I, I'm a huge fan of Maduro wrappers. I love the n- natural creaminess that comes with it, so looking forward to it. Um, the, the specs on this, it's a 5.5 inch by 54 ring gauge. It was made in the Dominican Republic, the La Gloria Cubana factories in the Dominican Republic. Wrapper is a Connecticut. The binder is Nicaraguan. And what intrigued me the most about this one is it is a blend of four different fillers. So we have Nicaraguan, we have Dominican, we have Brazilian, and Mexican. So I'm expecting a lot of good earthy spice to this. Yeah, you can smell it already. And wrapped in that Connecticut broadleaf wrapper is... uh, Interesting. We're going to get it uh, looked at real quick here so we can do our pre-light inspection. Uh, right off the bat, I mean, the wrapper is super velvety, super oily, super dark. I'm not seeing any large veins, mostly small stuff. The pack seems pretty pretty firm yeah, it's on very this firm. one. No soft spots on mine. No, nothing on mine. What are you getting on the smell? I'm getting bits of leather. I think that's the strongest <laughs> sm- that I can at least smell. It's so earthy. Yeah, it's very earthy. It's so, it's so earthy. It's sweet and earthy. So we're going to do a cold draw on it as well, just so we can kind of see at least a little bit of what the flavors are looking like, as well as what the draw is going to be like. That's why we always do a, pre, a pre-light cold draw. Well, just from the cold draw, it's got a, a nice spice to it. Oh, it's so deep and rich. It is very rich. It's so rich. Very dark chocolate-like. Like a, like a bitter's chocolate. I'm almost expecting this to be a medium full body. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling. Well, I can't wait. That's got a good... Let's good. get it lit. And uh, this time I brought two brand new butane lighters. Yeah, we got two lighters this time. We won't be using the Scripto. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're done with that. At least I hope. Knock on wood, right? I sure hope not. So far, it's very smoky, very smooth. It, it has such a large, full mouthfeel. It's like it fills your mouth. It's got a good oily uh, very draw to it, and good aftertaste. So there's that natural creaminess and richness and sweetness that I love from Maduro, especially when you're talking Connecticut broadleaf. Super rich, oily smoke, and naturally sweet. I love, I love that sweetness that comes with it. I'm not getting a ton of spice right now. It's mostly sweet, mostly earth. I'm getting a little bit of black pepper. Yes, definitely. Um, but not that spice mixture like we're, we've become accustomed to the last few times. I do have a feeling that this is going to be a a stronger one throughout. So we'll we'll prepare for that. But I also thought that with the diesel, and True. it did not, and it did not overpower anything. So I'm hoping that this one balances really, really well. Yeah, if this if this turns into anything like that diesel was, that was a very smooth all the way through. I had a feeling it would knock your socks off, but it. But it turned, it turned into a very good smoke. Draws a little bit on the on the tighter side of perfect. If you like the little bit tighter draw, like I do, um, it's a little on the little tighter side of perfect. 
I mean, this is an extremely long finish. Yes, extremely it is. long finish. I'm. It's like it sticks around for quite some time. Um, and it's it's so it's very smooth. There's no bitter taste to it. Right, right. Um, it's earthy. I I I prefer the leathery taste. It kind of has that. Mm-hmm. It's a still, little bit. St- yeah, still little early, bit. still early. But this is more up my alley of what I like from a cigar. Yeah. I love that sweetness. I love the natural tobacco sweetness. And it it's not like the uh like sugary sweetness. It's yeah. a it's like a if you if you eat dark chocolate, yeah. it's got a kind of a natural sweetness to it. And that's that's what I like about these. It's pure. Yes. It's a good pure. pure sweetness. It gives you plenty of smoke, no smoke issues. Yeah. The only thing that I'm dealing with right now is the 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 amount of smoke that's coming off the foot is a little bit annoying. Some cigars don't really smoke off the foot a ton. This one kind of does. Just be aware of that. Um, there's a lot of smoke coming off the foot. So if I choke or whatever in a cough, that's, that's why. why. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, the news brief? Which one? When the Newsom just gave. No, I heard a little bit, but I brief me please because I did not watch they it. They are now the county of. Los Angeles, which obviously that's where we live, they have, uh, based upon Newsom's recommendation in the city of Los Angeles, have now instituted a safe at home order. So where basically tonight at midnight, no one is allowed, should be leaving their home unless they're leaving for uh, work essentials. Now for work, that's the kicker. If your job is not an essential, a non non essential work, first responder, uh, healthcare worker. Um, grocery stores, grocery store, things like that. Pharmacies, those, yeah. Those the things that people need to live. Um, you are not to go to work. Is that what he said? That's exactly what they said. So, so technically, you shouldn't be going to work. Well, I haven't. So, uh, they talked about uh, Governor Newsom said in his press conference, which if any of you are listening and you watched that tonight, he said that he expects. of Californians, which is roughly around 25.5 million people, uh, will be infected by COVID-19, which that amounts to half, just about half, obviously, of the population. And he expects about 20%, and he said that's on the high end, 20% will be hospitalized out of that. So you're roughly looking at about 5 million people they're expecting to maybe be hospitalized. And we don't have the beds for that. And we don't have the beds. I think they said something about 78,000 beds, hospital beds. Um, It's not even a a tenth of it. No, it wouldn't even take a chunk out of it. But I know the city of Lancaster has set up uh, two hotels that they're leasing um, for quarantine patients that need to go there. So probably the lower end risk that are hospitalized, but they can ship out. And then the uh, fairgrounds will be utilizing their pavilions for um, like a mobile hospital where they can leave patients there quarantined and doing that kind of stuff. So they're taking the proper steps. Uh, But yeah, there is now a safe at home order that's instituted tonight by at midnight. And for those uh, in the working home, working order, it starts tomorrow uh, because they got to give them a day to prepare themselves. So those that work uh, as of 11.59 tomorrow night goes into effect so wow okay we'll see where it takes us so hopefully a lot of you uh, follow the order just you know for the protection of those that need it and uh hopefully you'll be on your podcast listening to us yeah we would love that 
you know, obviously you can't really come join us, but you can at least listen to us and, you know, we can, we can well, talk. Well, if you're close enough to ride your horse over here. That's true, yeah. I don't think there's any cops stopping horses. No, they don't want gatherings of more than basically 10 people. So, you know, we can fit, we can fit about nine people in here. Yeah, we can make a, we, we can make a party out of it. Yep, easily. Um, we hope to podcast Saturday night too. Yep. That's the plan. And if we're home all the time, we'll probably be podcasting a lot quite frequently so yeah so stay tuned and uh we appreciate all you guys that listened to the first one yes um we're excited to get it started uh the instagram has been getting a little bit more steam Mm -hmm. under it um things take time Mm -hmm. but we're excited that you guys are enjoying it as much as we are and it's just going to get even better as we go yeah if you guys are interested too we, we were talking about starting to maybe brand ourselves a little bit and see what kind of uh you know, you've seen the logo if you've looked at Instagram or Facebook or even on the podcast itself. We want to know what you guys think. But is there anything that you guys, that stands out to you guys that you like color-wise? Or you know, would you be interested in purchasing any merchandise? You know, shirts, hats, stuff like that. We're trying to, you know, just fill the market. See what see what our listeners are interested in. And kind of go from there. So far, still smooth. Very good burn. Pretty consistent. This is uh, right off the bat to me, full-bodied. There's no medium about this. This is full body. The flavors are very, very strong and pronounced, which is something that I love. I don't usually like muddled flavors or I don't mind cocktails of flavors as long as you can easily distinguish between the flavors. And this is right now, it's a full body. If you like drinking your coffee black, you're going to like this cigar. This is it right here. Yes, I agree. And I'll I'll just preface this too. I'll be defaulting to chip mainly on this one because I've got a little sinus thing going, so a lot of my smells are just not there. I can get the good flavor out of it, for sure, but I just don't have the same nose as usual. But again, I don't have coronavirus. That we know of. Yeah, that we know of. There's no there's no home test yet. <laughs> yeah, the smoke is really rich, uh, smelling and the aroma. This is not, it's not uh, harsh smelling. So if you're smoking next to somebody, I guarantee you they're going to say, wow, what is that? Yeah. This is a great smelling whatever it is. Um, unlike some we've had in the past where the, the smell was kind of almost rancid in a way. Yeah. Um, this is not that. This is a pure smelling smoke, natural, deep, rich tobacco smell. And the flavors is just right now for me, it's still what I would expect. It's still very, very dark chocolatey, very, very sweet, creamy, and very, very rich in the in the mouthfeel and i know my wife usually when i go in after i have a cigar she'll usually tell me if the smoke's good or not because she'll tell me if i smell good or not right so that's one way i can kind of tell if the cigar is good too from an outsider's perspective i guess this is a very nice relaxing cigar yes not much work you has to be put into it nope mindless completely mindless like you said chip the the draw is it's a little tight but the the right kind of tight it's, mm-hmm. it's not like you have to force it but you get just enough of what you need yeah I mean, unless you're one that wants a big open draw but it forces you to take that, those slow puffs yep. and that's exactly what i like about it because like i said i like my cigars to be mindless yeah. i don't want to have to think okay am i puffing too fast am i going too slow i like it to regulate it for me and this one does a great job of that and you can tell i mean the tobacco is so firmly packed oh, in yeah. there they definitely knew that they were making a perfect draw. I mean, oh, yeah. they packed that thing full. The ash is completely together still. Mm-hmm. We're only about a half an inch in. Um, completely together. Beautiful white, almost pure white ash, yep. which is pretty much signature when you're talking of uh, 
Maduro wrappers, especially high quality Maduro wrappers. I'm still expecting it to be a little bit complex. As soon as we start getting into that second third, I expect it to transition because of that blend that they have in there. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes from there. So funny, I never thought I'd sit and stare at a cigar so much. That's that's part of the experience to me has always been holding it, looking at it, appreciating the hands that made it. Yep. Um, and especially when it comes to this you know, worldwide pandemic that we're dealing with right now, it's it's nice to think of the people that are being affected that don't have the health care that we have, yeah. that don't have the resources that we have. And some of those people rolled the cigar for us. Yep. And so it's, it's really cool, especially during this time, to think of those people, uh, to keep them in your prayers, and uh, show them some love by supporting those businesses. Uh, the thing is, they got families, too, that they're providing for, just like the rest of us are out there. We're all trying to provide for our families and do what's right and take care of them. So you know, they're doing the same thing. And they don't have sick leave. They don't have these benefits. If they don't go to work, they don't make money. They don't have a government that's going to step in and say, hey, we need to send checks to people. We need to get behind our economy. They're living in third world countries. You know, like I said, this is, this factory is in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's a very troubled country. So we thank you. Yes, definitely. DR. Sheep have a lot to say tonight. They're very vocal. They're getting their two cents in. Hey, I fed them, so they need to they need to quit their whining. By the way, the pigs are doing great. They're getting nice and fat and happy. Yes, yes, we uh, the pigs are doing fantastic. If you don't know, we got pigs. I don't know, two months ago, some yeah, some like, like that. January, somewhere in January, end of January. They were about two months in now. Yeah, we're about two months in, and they've uh, multiplied in size by probably ten times. Well, they're massive animals. They're at least what. They're 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 a hundred pounds easily easily. They might be pushing one fifty. Yeah, they may be they may maybe one fifty now. Yeah, they're big, solid. Which is funny because one of them almost looked like a runt when we first got it. Yeah, and, and you can't even tell anymore. She's yeah yeah she just ate and ate and ate. Oh, they're good. They're good pigs. Yep. So should we do the butchering of those pigs on cigars in the barn or against the grain? That's a good question. <laughs> Because it's kind of multi... It's probably not as sanitary to be butchering a pig and smoking a cigar, but yeah, I don't but how know. How cool would that be? I know. we got to at least take a couple pictures. I think we should. We'll, we'll light some up towards the end. We'll take a couple pictures, or at least the, the, the pre-butcher. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll smoke a cigar yeah. pre-butcher as we're prepping... As we're prepping for, yeah. for that. And then we'll that. go in to do the, the sanitary side of it. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I agree. I think that's fair. So you can see the first half on Cigars in the Barn. You yep. can see the second half on Against the Grain. There you go. Yep, perfect. <laughs> so you have to stay tuned. That's right. You have to listen to both. Mm-hmm. It's funny. The burn got a little uneven and it put it right, so Fix right itself. back to where it was. It's yeah. perfect. Mine's a little wavy, slightly. Nothing to bat an eyelash. It kind of comes and goes, but it's just funny how it's burned now deeper. I mean, you know, we're still... We're getting closer to an inch, but, man, that that is... Ash is white. It's a high-performing cigar, unlike the last one we just had, yeah. um, which was horrible. That's this is a very well-performing cigar. The cigars are still sitting up on the little ledge right here. They to, are. To remind us of our experience. We're going to nail them to the wall yep. and say, no, no, we're going to try them again in six months. Hopefully it was just a fluke. Yeah, I really hope so, too, because I love Rocky Patel. Um, I love the brand. I love most of what they do, so I'm hoping it was just a fluke. But this one is fantastic flavor still consistent i am starting to get a little bit more spice 
Yeah. A little bit more of that spice mixture. It hasn't quite transitioned fully. And then again, we're only about three quarters of an inch in, almost an inch in. So I expect that transition pretty soon. But I'm starting to pick up a little bit more spice. But I love, like I said, those, those Maduro wrappers where you got that dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. You got that sweet cream. You got the, the oily smoke. It's great. The rain? Starting to rain a little bit, which hey, is we're fantastic. Finally getting rain. <laughs> well, not finally getting rain. We've had plenty of rain. We, yeah, we've had plenty. Rain we, while we're in the barn. Yeah, while while we're in the barn, we're gonna we're gonna get some rain. So hopefully it doesn't affect the audio too much. If it does, too bad. Listen anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of smoking a cigar in the barn. Yeah, it's proof that we're not in a studio right now. Yes. We don't have a studio. We don't have the fancy equipment. One day we will, but hey, we're getting started here. Maybe sometime this uh, coming week we'll take a picture in the barn and we'll. Yeah, we should do that. We should post it up. See what the barn looks like. We're doing some decorating a little bit. We want to make a YouTube channel uh, because we know that a lot of people like that venue. Um, So we'll provide that as well. But right now we have so much just stuff, hay and stuff that we stocked up on because of the uh, potential issues that may come with that. Um, So we're pretty stocked up right now. But yeah, we hope to take a picture soon um, so that you guys can kind of see and then obviously we'll start posting pictures of ourselves and so that you guys can see what we're smoking, how we're smoking, all that kind of fun stuff. So stay tuned for that as well. Yep. Goats. Gotta love them. Gotta love the goats. We're not yeah. talking about Tom Brady because he's not a goat. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> nope. These are actual goats. Hopefully you guys can hear that train. We live near the train tracks. Yep. It's fun. The kids love it. Yep, everything from the Metrolink to the main Union Pacific. and Yep. Anything that's coming basically from uh, Long Beach. Yep. Long Beach right port, probably, yep. that comes through. Um, train goes all the way all the way across the nation. Yeah, and thank you to all those, you know, truck drivers and conductors, I guess. You know, you guys are still doing your job and working hard, moving product and shipments you don't hear a lot of you guys complaining about this whole situation so we do appreciate what you guys do too along with all the first responders of course we are very pro law enforcement here we are very pro firefighter we are very pro first responder we are very pro everything that's good in the world obviously you know we spent some time doing some of those things um, being first responders so all of our brothers and sisters out there um, working hard. We appreciate you guys. And we tip our hats to you guys. Absolutely. So that's just some stuff about us. And if you don't like it, stop listening because we're going to talk about how much we love this country. We're going to yep. talk about how much we love our cops, our firefighters, our nurses, our doctors, everything that makes this country great, our farmers, our ranchers. Yep. And we're going to continue to talk about it. And we're not going to stop. So there's no point in trying. I was trying to, to get a blog done today. Um, I got about halfway done. And I figured, hey, let's maybe we can talk a little bit about it. As you know, um, part of our homestead is the the Homefront brand. That Homefront brand um, is really everything, guys. So we do products. Cigars in the Barn is obviously an extension of Homefront, and Homefront's slogan is "Defend your Homefront." And I was writing a blog today about it, and I figured we could talk about it a little bit and what that actually means mm-hmm. what that means to defend your home front and for us at least for me and i'll ask matt in a second uh, what he what that means to him is the first thing uh, that i think of as the the male role in any family is first protector 
So when we're talking about defending your home front, we're talking about physical protection of your family, physical protection of those who are underprivileged. Um, but it's not just the physical protection. Yeah, we're going to be the ones that are expected to jump in front of the bullet, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's just something that we have. If, if you're man enough to have a family, you better be man enough to, to uh, lay your life down for your kids, your wife. Um, but it doesn't always just mean physical protection. We're talking protection of social norms. And that's kind of what we're doing with Cigars in the Barn is we're trying to keep the traditional family system together, which is under attack clearly um, in our society. And part of that is making sure that our children and families' emotional states are protected, their minds are protected, so that they're not so confused about what's right, what's wrong. So for me, when I think of defending your home front, first I think of protection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree 100%. Yeah, the word defending itself, you got to stand up for what's yours. You know what, and and in all honesty, you can take away a home, you can take away, you know, certain rights, but you can't take away my family. You can't take my kids. Uh, you know, you're gonna fight tooth and nail for all that, and it's 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 a blessing just to have children. I know a lot of people that don't even have them, or can't have them for certain reasons. And you know, when you've got them, you stand up for them. You do everything you can for them. And just thinking about this whole situation, you know, about defending our the home front. If it were to come down to rationing food and um, us being the last to eat, that's exactly what would happen. You know, we would we would allow our children to eat first. We would allow them to, you know, get the privilege of, of whatever we had before us as as the the husbands, the men, you know, got involved because you know we, we want the best for our children and for our family. And defending them is is probably the number one goal. You know, and and, and going into their spirituality and, and understanding. What's most important, you know, why we were put on this earth, um, the reasons, you know, behind that, you know, raising not only just children, but raising them up to be good adults, you know, that helps with defending that, that home front because one day we're going to need them to take care of us as we get older. So, And that's something that I never understood until I actually had kids. I never understood, and I know it's cliche, and we're going to talk about it. I don't care. Um, I never understood what it meant to what love actually is. And if you look at the definition of love, it's really just putting another's needs before your own, right? So I did this twice today. I was first, I ate breakfast, didn't get to finish my breakfast. Why? Because my daughter came up and said, hey, I want some of that. All right, here, take it. Um, I didn't get to finish my lunch. Why? My son walked up and said, hey, I want some of that. And it was all that was left. So I said, fine, take it. I know that kind of sounds silly, but it's the truth. It's the truth is, is putting another's needs before your own. Um, now this is where it gets a little hard for me sometimes is I have no problem taking care of my kids, but sometimes I forget about my wife Yeah, that's true. and like, I'll, I'll provide for my kids. I'll do all that stuff and I'll forget that she's busting her butt doing mm-hmm. stuff and 100%. all she needs is a little bit of help. So that's something that I need to work on. I know that. Um, but yeah, I never understood it until I actually had kids. I had actually had people looking up to me saying, Hey, where's our next meal going to come from? Where's. And I'm responsible for that. My wife's not responsible for that. I'm the man. I'm the leader of this household. I'm the one who is to make sure that we're financially stable. I'm the one to make sure that there's food on the table. And if that means busting our butt, which we do all the time, we run several businesses, we're busting our butts on the weekends, going to work during the week, and uh, we're going to do it. Because like Matt said, we're raising the future generation of men. And that's what we're trying to do is is instill these, these values into our kids so that one day – 
they can teach their kids and hopefully turn this culture around where it's it's okay to 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 do so many immoral things and it's just not the way that it's supposed to be and we're trying to uh especially with this podcast those those men out there that are listening it's not too late it's not too late to to try to change what society sees as normal yeah they work hard to change that and i think that's the importance of this is <laughs> excuse me getting getting the the men the young men you know taught trained up to to continue to take care of their future families but like you hit you said chip taking care of their wives too you know sometimes we get so fixated on the things that we need to do or other things that that go on because obviously they're they're grown women you know they they can take care of themselves too but sometimes they do need help and you know we we do need to, to take that opportunity and i can speak for myself as well i I need to help my wife more than sometimes I do, and you know, I love you, babe. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we love our wives. We we you know want to do what's best for them too, and, and take care of them. And ultimately, in the day, we feel like we're we need to be the providers for them to take care of them and take care of our entire household. And uh, sometimes it's difficult. You know, there's days I, I always remember. I don't, I don't know what commercial it was, but I think it was a Vicks commercial or something where somebody had a cold or, or the flu or something, and you know. We don't take days off. You can't be. You can't take days off from being a parent. So, even though sometimes we just like to put our head back on the pillow and fall asleep, unfortunately, um, but fortunately, we can't do that because we made a promise to our children to raise them up to take care of them, and uh, that's exactly what we need to be doing and, and set a, a great example of how to treat their, you know, how we treat our wives is the same way we want them to treat their wives and their families and down the road, and um, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a big responsibility to be a parent. And I didn't understand that too until I had kids, and I, I waited a little bit later in my life to have children. I, I wasn't until I was twenty-seven before I had my my first my son, and uh, I'm actually thankful that it took that long because I think it took me that long to really mature to understand more of what it was like to be a good parent, not just a parent, but a good parent, you know, to raise children. So uh, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. Very privileged. Just I'm, I'm sure as as most people are, they have the opportunity to be a parent. All right, so we're starting to possibly get into that second third. We're right on the edge of that second third, at least I am. I can already tell that it's transitioning. I'm losing a little bit of that sweetness. I'm getting a lot more spice, which is what I was expecting, which is what I like. Um, I like it to change a little bit. I mean, I'm an inch inch and a half, eh, about an inch and a half in. Mm -hmm. Ash is still holding on very firm. No flowering whatsoever, but it is changing a little bit, which which I really like. I really like that it's getting a little bit spicier. It's still got that underlying creaminess, but it's mm-hmm. not that sweet cream dark chocolate anymore. It's more of a spiced mixture like we were like we had a couple cigars ago. Yeah, I got a little hint of cashew. Okay, a little like hint a, of cashew. So like a like a deeper, richer yeah. um, nuttiness, which is fantastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that one and see if I can find it. It's not very strong. No. No, and I and I love it. I yeah. love that we're right now for me I'm at about a medium strength. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not light at all. It's uh, definitely a full body. I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, But the strength is a medium, which is where I like. Medium, medium, full. Uh, Sometimes those straight full cigars ruin it for you a little bit because you're worried all the time that, oh, it's going to overpower me. I'm going to get started getting the the meat sweats, the the, the cigar (laughs) sweats, you know, stuff like that. Um, It's, yeah, right now it's about a medium strength, not quite medium full yet. It's got a good, good little feel to it and definitely... Can definitely feel it. Yes. Not, not a bad feeling. Just yep. A nice, enjoyable, relaxing cigar. 
So anyway, I was having some chew today and realized I think it's time that I get another can. Not because I've had too much, just <laughs> it's starting to... Because you don't... <laughs> I don't do enough. You don't do enough, so it's drying out. Yep. Yeah. I got a couple cans in the car that I ain't touched in a while. Yeah. Sitting there playing ball with my son in the backyard and thought, yeah, yeah it's probably time. It's probably time. Yeah, the, the blessing in disguise of this whole quarantine thing is we get to stay home yep. with our kids. So staying home with your kids, please take advantage of it. It's rubbing its butt on there. <laughs> Stop rubbing your butt on there. It's not a sight we want to see. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't want to see that. And you're lucky we're not on YouTube right now because they would see it yeah, too. Yeah, we'd lose followers. We would definitely lose followers. Oh, one of them that we have. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like your dad. Yeah, exactly. Here. <laughs> well, yeah, I listen to Big D and Bubba. I love them. They they say they only have 17 listeners, so <laughs> they've been around a long time. And exactly. Hey, that's, that's fine. cool. That's great. But uh, yeah, stay home with your kids. Invest in them a little bit. Um, go out. You you have no excuse right now to not go out and play ball with them. Not go out. I know you can't really take them anywhere, which is which is okay. I mean, I don't I don't see why you couldn't go fishing or something. Well, they told they they actually encourage people to go out on walks. Yeah, go out on a walk. You know, just don't you just can't really gather together right. with a bunch of people. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, find a, find a fishing spot, go fishing. Even just sitting there and talking to him. I mean, I had a conversation with my son. He's six, um, and he's into a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. So I I try to you know share some interests and in, in values. You know, we're we're trying to do schoolwork and stuff as well. Uh, but spend some time with your kids. Take this time to spend time with your kids. Invest in your kids. Invest in your wife. Uh, invest in your family. Yeah, and, and think about it. What were what were we doing hundreds of years ago? We didn't have TV. We didn't have podcasts. We didn't have you know the 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 things that just entertain us by throwing a device in front of a child to to keep them busy. You had to do stuff with your family. You had to play ball. You had to take care of the yard you had to farm you 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 know i think the silver lining in all of this is we need to look at how we evaluate our families and how we yeah. take care of our families we need to slow down from the hustle and bustle of working our butts off just to make money to provide where now we're actually told stay home and people are freaking out going what am i what am i going to do you're going to be with your family yep you know you're going to you're going to be that family again where you know you're going to take care of of the things you need to take care of at home and ultimately it's your family so enjoy this to a point, I guess. I mean, if, if yeah, could. yeah. As, I mean, as long as you're not, you know, getting affected financially. If you are, sorry. Uh, I know we all are to a certain extent, but uh, I mean, you said hundreds and hundreds of years ago. I remember when I was a kid, we didn't have TV. True. We didn't right. have. We had a TV, but for the most part, my dad watched it. Right. We didn't watch it. Um, we had one TV. We didn't have the internet. We lived nope. up in the hills. Even though the internet was available, it took 30 minutes to go from one website to the other because we were up in the mountains. And uh, I, I just remember me and my brother going on hikes. We would we would load a backpack and say, bye, Mom, we'll be back by whatever time because we grew up in the, in the mountains. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of neighbors. And even when there were neighbors, I mean, there, there were neighbors, but uh, they were always super cool. Um, We'd, we'd jump from house to house to house. The doors would be open. All the neighborhood kids would go from house to house yeah. to house. You know, we'd raid their snack drawers and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, we would load a backpack with a loaf of bread and some water, and me and my brother would go hiking for hours. And this is – I mean, we're not talking – we weren't in our teens. I was probably 10. 
My brother was 12 probably at the time. So it's not like we drove anywhere. We, right. we grabbed a bag and went hiking and, and do that. Do that with your, with your kids. Go on a walk. Talk. They're not in school right now, obviously. So do some lessons with them. We have the benefit of, of running a homestead where we can take the kids out and say, hey, let's, let's talk about this chicken for 20 minutes, you know, and it's stuff that they can actually do because my son is so eager to start helping me around here. He's only six. Um, he's so eager. He's like, oh, dad, you're going to go feed. Can I go feed with you? Absolutely. You can come feed with me because <laughs> I hope one day you'll do it for me, um, you know, and, and, and have, have your own animal. And, and there's, he's really starting to get into the lifestyle. And I'm really excited about that because I feel like I'm raising him to have his priorities in check. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, you know, I apparently had the blessing of having two flat tires in the same week. And like you were saying, my son's like, dad, I want to help you change the tire. It, you know he's six too, yeah. and it's it's kind of like yeah. Well, let me show you. Let me show you what yep. we're doing, and uh, you know get you acclimated to stuff like that. But they should know how to do that. Change Absolutely. the tire, fill up the gas. Uh, you know, just basic things that that you you know you see in life. And you know, I didn't live in the mountains so much. I lived more in the desert growing up. But my family didn't have a lot, and and uh, very fortunate that my parents took care of me as well as I did. I played a lot of sports, mainly baseball, so we were traveling a lot. But I remember going, you know, being eight, nine, going out in the desert, and me and my friends were digging holes, making caves, making tunnels. And looking back now, I mean, how deadly it could have been. But, you know, riding my bike without a helmet. I mean, oh, I yeah. ran into the side of a Trans Am when a bunch of us were ch- racing each other down the street, busting my face open. I mean, I crashed on my bike, flipped over the handlebars, busted my chin open, had seven stitches. I mean, these are things we did as kids, and we didn't stay inside all the time. And I think that's that's what personally – my wife and I and our kids really enjoy about, you know, being here and, and, and living this kind of life is because our kids get to play outside. They play outside. They get dirty. They all get All day. All day. All day, every day. As soon as they come home, well, especially now it's all day more so, but as soon as they come home, Dad, can I play outside? And it's like, go. Uh, yeah. They're playing in the dirt. Absolutely. They're playing with the animals. They're riding their bikes around the, the, the yard. I mean, they're having a good time. And not one single time is it, Dad, can I get your phone? Dad, can I play on the computer or whatever the case may be? It's, I want to go play. Yep. I want to go play. I want to be outside. Uh, on the way here, it looks like it's raining on the way in. Dad, can I go play in the rain? That's his first question. So that's what they like to do. Let them be outside. Let them play. Let them be kids. Mm-hmm. Let them get hurt. They're going to get hurt. Yes. We all got hurt. We're yes. still alive. Yes. You know, we, don't get, we don't want them getting seriously hurt, but, you know, they're going to get they're going to get scars. They're going to nick themselves. It's, it's, it's part of growing up and, and, and living. You don't do that. You're never going to know what pain is and then it's going to scare you to death. Yep. By the way, my ash fell off a good inch and a half. I mean, it was a large chunk and it just is like, is like a tree fell on the ground. Yeah, I'm going pretty good. Still. Stayed, stayed real firm. Um, beautiful color. And we're definitely into that second, third right now. And the flavors are still the same as what I updated you before which is that very diversely blended spice mixture. I'm not getting a whole lot of that sweetness, like I said before as well. Um, I'm still getting a, a little bit of the undertone, undertones of creaminess, but it's not sweet, and it's very spicy, spiced, not spicy. I'm loving it so far. I'm absolutely loving it. It's a great cigar. All right, so I'm now I'm all of a sudden just getting a whole bunch of that nuttiness, that cashew that you were seeing. I'm getting a ton of it right now. So it's got that spicy undertone now. It's got that creamy undertone, a little bit of that spice uh, mixture, and I just got a ton oh. of nutty flavor. Your ash fell off, so you're probably going to start getting a little bit of that nutty. That literally as well. reminded me of a walnut. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, was... it's very, very nutty right now, which I assume is going to attribute a little bit to the Dominican. That was, um, that was, or a, that was a good surprise. Yeah, it was, it was good. I had, to, I had to say something right away because it, it instantly changed. Like, took me back to being a kid crushing walnuts. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a nice little highlight. And it's that nuttiness with that creaminess that kind of makes you go to that walnut side. Yeah. It's, it's cashew walnut type yeah. f- type flavors. Um, it's, it's great. I love the transition. I love the transition. I almost feel like the smell of the smoke changed a little bit, too. You can't smell it, I know, but <laughs> I know for me, it, it, I think it brightened up a little bit. It's not as it's not as rich and earthy. It's a little bit brighter, almost kind of that nutty flavor that I'm getting. It's good. I don't know what they did to this thing, but it's like a different cigar right now, completely different cigar. It really is. It really, really is. <clears throat> and that's what I love. I love transitions. I love keeping me on my toes of where it's going to go next. And so far, this one, this one was a hard transition that second, third. Yeah, we were driving up the street, and we were uh, grabbing a package from the in-laws' house. Right in the middle of the street, walked right up on us, was a coyote. Really? Yeah, just walked right up to the car. Basically, I mean, 10 feet. Right, but still. A, a lane of traffic over, but it was just staring at us. I'm like, all right, wow. what what do you, what the heck, man? It, lo- it looked pretty bad. Oh. It looked in pretty bad shape. It looked real hungry. But, yeah, just walked right up. So, and, and, and they don't really live in a rural part. I mean, they're kind of like this... I guess you can call it the city part of our town. We live in the boondocks of this town. Um, we're, we're in the outskirts of the outskirts here, but you go into town a little bit further, there's a lot of uh, houses and community just running down the street. It, I mean, it stood there for over a minute. It must be desperate. Really yeah, it was desperate. desperate. It was eating grass. I don't know. Oh, wow. It was, it was hungry. I, I didn't feel bad. I tried to, but I didn't. Mine might start having a burn issue. I feel like uh, one side is not burning as, as oh, at all. See, mine did, and it caught up. Okay. We'll see if mine does the same thing. I'm not going to complain about it because it's a great cigar so far. Another thing that we want to try to do is we want to try to get in touch with some of these local cigar shops. If you guys have any favorite cigar shops that you like to go to that are around here, um, or, heck, that aren't around here and wherever you're listening from, wherever, uh, let us know. We, we want to get in touch with some of these people and see if we can uh, give them some love because we're trying to... We're trying to increase the, the business of, uh, of cigars, and uh, we want to show some of these small businesses some love. I know we have a few stores out here that do sell cigars, um, but they're not cigar shops. So we're going we're gonna to see if we can go help them and uh, maybe help them stock their variety. Because I know a lot of people, if you don't go to a cigar shop and you go to a liquor store or you go to a supermarket or something and they happen to have cigars... They're mostly all the same. Um, they're always going to be Monte Cristos. They're always going to be um, Romeo and Julietas. It's basically the company's Altatus or something like that. They own a lot of those other brands, and they, for some reason, they only stock those brands. So we're going to see if we can help some of these cigar shops. If you have a local cigar shop that you like, uh, let us know. We'd love to contact them and see and see uh, if we can give them a shout out. So it looks like. We're one hour into the cigar, and we are at the halfway mark. We're not even close to being done. We're at the halfway <laughs> mark. Um, like I said, we had just started our second, third, about 15 minutes ago. Halfway through, huge transitions. I love it. And it, this is a long burner. It, it's only five and a half inches long. I mean, a little bit longer than than, than some Robustos. Uh, five and a half inches long, 54 ring gauge. These came out of the humidor at 68. Ever heard of the cigar championships? No. Somebody was talking about it the other day. 
and correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who's listening, but apparently <clears throat> it's a specific type of cigar that they use. I don't know what it is. But it's to see who can smoke the cigar the longest, to make it last the longest. Really? And I think it was somewhere upwards to four or five hours for one cigar. I'm assuming it was a Churchill. Yeah, it's got to be a Churchill, yeah, but... Uh, but do you get you don't get to pick your cigar? It's a specific. It's a specific one that they use for it. So I don't know how many people are, are enrolled. I got to look into it a little more. But I don't know how many people are like all doing it at the same time. But wow. it's, it's got to be several people. But it's like four or five hours. It's it, wow. Yeah. So it's the person who can smoke it the longest. That's and impressive. I, <laughs> That's like, impressive. Wow. Four or five hours for a cigar. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain about that. If I had a four or five hour cigar, yeah. great. It's four or five and hours I, sitting around. And I'm assuming, I, not that I read the rules or anything, but I'm, I'm sure you can't relight. I'm sure there's, you know, there's caveats to it and whatnot. Sure, but, I'm, yeah, there's got to be rules. But man, you know, four or five hours to a cigar. Could you imagine you're sitting having a couple drinks with a cigar for four or five hours and never have to relight it? Never have to, boy. I feel like I have too much stuff to do around the house yeah, to sit exactly. for four or five hours. Um, but then again, when you're in quarantine, you can't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> what else? What do you got better to do? I have so many projects to do. I don't have the materials to do them because, first of all, I don't have the money to go get it right now. Second of all, I'm not sure that I want to go out in public right now to just to get some stuff. The big things that are coming up is our garden. That's going to be awesome. Gooseberries. The gooseberries will be coming up pretty soon. Um I'm really excited about the garden. We have about 200 plants that so far are still surviving. Um, I'm running out of room in, in the grow room, oh, though. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of stressing about that. So last year, uh, we planted a garden. We looked at the last frost date. We went about two weeks after the last frost date. We put everything outside that same weekend frost and it killed everything so we were really discouraged this year we're not we're not we're not messing around there's some serious stuff wait for those pictures too probably not on cigars in the barn it'll probably be on uh, cozy hills homestead if you want to follow that as well follow all of them you'll learn a lot i can promise you that yeah i mean check out uh especially if you got your kids at home and you're needing a homeschool if you want to do some a uh, little bit of agricultural research, we have a lot of e- educational posts in our uh, Cozy Hills Homestead Instagram. If you go back to our earlier stuff when we were hatching a lot of chickens, you can see you know the chickens, um, see when we were doing our hatchery operation, and uh, there's some interesting stuff to talk about too. Uh, growing growing plants, go out buy some seeds, plant them in the ground or plant them in a pot and grow some stuff. I mean, this is stuff that that. Thank goodness is still available because uh, I don't know. From what I can tell, society-wise, people are going to start forgetting this stuff. Yep. They're going to they're going to forget how to grow plants unless you actually were raised on a farm. They're going to forget it. And I think that's why people are freaking out so much. Right. Because they don't know how to do things for themselves. This is exactly what we're trying to help you people with. Yes. Be self-sufficient, self-sustaining. We're not panicking. We're not freaking out. Again, I think it's a little over the top what's going on. I think they're doing it for the right reasons, but I'm not going to worry when we have the resources at our hands to take care of our families. Yep. Remember, protect, then provide. And you can even go to some of these nurseries or some of these places where the plants are practically already grown. Yeah, they're already grown. The seedlings are grown. They're ready to go. Treat them well. Do some research. See what grows in your area. We're in zone nine over here if you wanted to know. 
And all you got to worry about is sunlight, proper water. Just do some research. You got internet at your fingertips. Google will tell you everything. Yep. Why not use it to your advantage? Learn more than what we just know now. Right. This is a perfect opportunity to do that. Stop watching the news. Stop freaking out over everything. Yeah, the sheep are kind of mad. I don't know why. Um, you can hear the little one out there. That one is. Uh, that one's name is Rack. <laughs> can you that imagine one. what it is? <laughs> right. Rack a lamb. Um, yeah, he his name is Rack. The other baby's name is Shank. Yeah, they've been introduced to the goats, Billy, Poppy, and Daisy. Daisy. Yep. Our uh, our pigs' names are Bakey. Hammy and pork chop. Hammy and pork chop. That's right. Bakey, hammy and pork chop, and then we got our sheep. Mabel and Beatrice are the two moms that we use for breeding, and their babies are Shank and Rack. Yep. And then there's the horse. Then you got Caroline. Caroline, who's, the horse, who's old as heck, but she's living a good life right now. So you know what? Let her live her final days in happiness. We got plenty of barn cats. We got the Malinois. Yep. We got Justice. Justice, and then we have a uh, healer. That's Quinn. She's a girl. Short for Harley Quinn. And interestingly enough, I let the sheep out every once in a while to, to graze the property. Um, they help keep the weeds down, and they help keep my feed bills down. And uh, I don't know, Quinn doesn't have a whole lot of experience with livestock, but right off the bat, she went into to healer mode and started rounding these sheep up, and we're like, wow, I, I guess yeah. they're, they really are bred for that specific reason. Didn't even have to train them. Nope. So train her. So that was that was very interesting to see. It's quite funny. Just like motherly instinct, kick, you know, kicks in for moms. Just, just flat out, she just started doing it. Yep, it was very very interesting. The uh, our Belgian Malinois Justice isn't very good at it. She just wants to play with them. Honestly, yeah. she runs around with them and wants to play with them. We basically have two of really good dogs. Especially yes. when you introduce livestock and dogs, you're not sure. And I trust both of those dogs 100, percent which is which is an awesome feeling. Because I can let them all hang out together. The other day I had all the sheep out, all the goats out, all the dogs out, all yep. the kids out. We had a herd of bikes, <laughs> dogs, <laughs> and, and sheep and goats just running around all together. It was a great time. Once again, our kids were playing outside. We were all hanging out outside. Yep. What it's supposed to be. It even started hailing on us for a while. It, it did. It hailed. Nice. It was pretty cool. But I will tell you this much. Those dogs will protect those kids and those animals. Yeah, so absolutely. Be careful. Well, just walk up on the fence and see what happens. Oh, yeah. That's why we have them. We're, we live in a rural area. Yeah, you'll learn very quickly. <clears throat> Friendly when they need to be, dangerous yep. when they want to be. The second, third is great. It is. It's, it's that spice, that 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 complex blend of spices. It's not just pepper, um, and it's also got that nuttiness. I'm kind of excited what that last third is going to yeah. be like because if it transitioned that hard, uh, I'm excited about this last third, which we're coming, we're getting close to. It. We got about an inch until that last third starts, uh, and maybe half inch <clears throat> before that last third starts. And right now. My burn fixed itself. No worries, just like yours did. Yep. Fixed itself. Didn't have to relight. It's a good cigar. A lot of lot of great flavors. If you like the the uh, first off, if you like the the richness of a Maduro wrapper, um, and if you like the transitions, the complexities, this is definitely one for you. L- different than the the diesel that we had. Yeah. The diesel was pretty much straight through. Had yes. lots of that leather tones. Yes. Lots of that stuff. This one is is definitely more complex than the diesel. Yeah, very much so. Which for some people's people really like that. Some people really don't. People. Some people like to have a straight, smooth cigar that goes all the way through. Same flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a little bit more complexity. I still don't feel like this one's going to rate as high as the diesel though. No, I don't think so. Um, I think based on I think based on a couple things. 
the first thing for me is the diesel. I didn't have to worry about it catching up to itself mm-hmm. and fixing its. I was I was not worried at all about having to relight. I worried a second for this um, to relight. Uh, the draw is very good. The strength is perfect where I want it. It's it's a medium, not quite medium full, but it's pushing medium full on the strength. It's a well-constructed cigar. I love the transitions. If you want to come smoke one of these with us, um, let us know. We want to yeah. hear from you guys too. So Definitely. If you, if you guys like this stuff, please come on, come on the show. It's nice to just sit back and relax. Yeah, yeah. And not every single podcast are we going to do a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try to review as many cigars as possible. If you want to see everything that we're reviewing, go to the website because they're all going to be on there, at least the text version of what that looks like. Um, if there's cigars that you want us to review, please tell us. We would love to buy those cigars, um, tell you what we think. And, and we just we want to build a community here, a, a community of people that have the same mindset, that want to learn the same things, and that we can learn from you guys as well. So we want you to come in the barn. We want you to talk to us. We want to learn from you. And uh, do what we're do what men are supposed to do, and basically have meetings and talk about things, learn from each other, learn from other, other people's mistakes, and uh, make a, a community of people that want to see this this country society change in its in its belief systems, in its priorities. Uh, we're 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 really fixing to do that. The only other slight complaint I have about this one as well is I do have to puff it a little bit more than the diesel. Yeah. There was a couple times where the smoke started to thin out, and I thought it was going to go out. It didn't because I stopped talking, um, but the diesel, I didn't have to worry about that at all. So it is going to score a little bit lower, I think. Um, we'll see when we do our 100-point scale. You'll be able to see that as well. Overall, though, the experience has been great. I think that was a coyote. Might have been. Yep, it sure was. Yep. Right down the way. Yep, right over here. You'll probably be able to hear them. Yeah, you'll probably be able to hear that. We deal with that pretty frequently. You get woken up by it. Yep. They probably found themselves some jackrabbits. Yep. We have pretty big jackrabbits out here. Um, We're talking big ones. Yeah, big ones. Like their ears are 12 inches long. I think the strength is now starting to make that curve over to medium full. Yeah. Um, It's putting me in a really good... uh, mental state where i just want to sit back this is what i love and hate about doing reviews sometimes you just want to sit back and enjoy the cigar so i can't wait to not review the cigar and smoke it so that we can just chill got my leg crossed and that's exactly where i'm at right now just yeah it's it's putting me in a wonderful wonderful state i'm so happy that it's good yeah we've been in a i wouldn't say a slump because we had a good one with the the diesel but we've we've reviewed a few now, and they haven't been really up to par. The last one we had was just absolutely disappointing, and I think we found ourselves another very good cigar to just sit back and relax and and have a few on hand. So at any given moment, you could just enjoy yourself sitting outside and. That's a chicken. That's a chicken. Going to sleep, if you wanted to know. You know what it reminds me of? The movie The Santa Claus, when the reindeer ate all of the chocolate. Yeah. That's what these animals look like. They're they're just like splayed out. And all you hear is their stomach grumbling. This is the kind of cigar that you smoke 
after you just worked in the field all day long mm-hmm. and you have your your whiskey or bourbon or whatever you like to drink um and it just you just zone out you just completely zone out um that's what it's doing to me right now you could probably tell from the way i'm talking very slow i could just sit back in a recliner right now with exactly maybe a nice glass of uh, exactly. bourbon and just i would probably fall asleep after this was done yep like just take a nap i feel like i want to I feel like I want to. It's only 8.30. It'd be perfect for like right on that eve on a nice summer day where it's mm. cooling off and you could just... I cannot wait for that. The day's done. I can't you, wait. Yeah, I know. You just harvested all your vegetables. You just butchered your pig. Yep. And you did all that work and you're sitting, relaxing, yep. smoking a very smooth, rich cigar. That's That strength is perfect where it puts you into that... Oh, yeah. A little bit of that trance. Yeah, I would say, comparing this to the diesel, the diesel was just straight through easy. Had a an okay effect, but this is definitely... If you could mix the two... Oof. Yeah. I don't think I could ever smoke another cigar in my life other yeah. than that. How, how was that Monte Cristo you had the other day? It was okay. Um, you know, initially when I first started smoking cigars, you know, we were talking and... and uh, I thought I was going to be, you know, light, more, more creamier. Um, but after having that diesel, I really realized I like more of the, the darker, especially like this, you know, Maduro wrapper, um, just something that's a little bit, a little more dark, you know, yeah. I, I, I prefer my, my coffee a lot darker. Yeah. So, um, it was good. I mean, it was good just to have, I mean, I right. was obviously working around the car a little bit right. and, and just to kind of smoke. Um, but definitely not what I would would have for a regular it was good just to have right you know just right. change it up every once right. in a while that right. kind of thing but um not my cup of tea anymore sure that kind of thing but and i think that's a lot of beginner smokers idea mm-hmm. is hey we're going to start you off with a you know if you go to a cigar shop and say i've never smoked before yeah most of the time they're going to start you off and say you know hey smoke something that's a little bit lighter see if you like it um and you know what strength wise I agree. I agree. If you, you don't want something that's yeah. going to overpower your, your your mind and you're just like, wow, I don't want to smoke cigars anymore because it made me sick or something like that. But I don't think that you should automatically assume that you're going to want a Connecticut Shade wrapper where you're going to want a mild cigar. Right. Um, that's why when I start smoking with people that have never smoked before, I ask them, what do you like? Yeah. Like, how do you drink your coffee? How do you, do you like dark chocolate? Do you like right. milk chocolate? Do you like, you know, do you like, you know, more bright flavors? Let, you know, and, and a lot of people don't know what they like. And that's what the most fun about cigars is, is you get to experiment and find what you like. But if you come on the show and, and you've never smoked before, we're going to ask you some of those questions. What, what, what do you like? You know, what kind of beer do you drink? Right. You know, what kind of, what kind of flavors do you happen to enjoy? And we may throw something at you that's a little bit darker. And you know what? That's We're trying to find something that's going to fit what you want. And there's a lot of people that do not like the darker flavors. That's why there's a mild zone in, in cigar manufacturing because there's people that do like just lighter cigars. They just like the flavors better. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not saying you're not man enough to do this cigar. No, you like something different. That's perfectly great. Um, and that's what's really fun about this. And I hope to... Uh, increase our, 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 our personnel here a little bit and maybe find someone that really likes 
those mild cigars that can give you a, a really good opinion on what they think if you like mild cigars. We don't te- we don't really like mild cigars. We're going to give you an honest opinion of what we think, but it's always going to be a little bit biased because we got the we got the good you know beefy cigars in the back of our mindset, and we're and we're comparing it you know subconsciously we're comparing it to those experiences. Um, but I've had a lot of great mild cigars. I have. Um, you can check out the website. Uh, I believe most of my mild cigars that I reviewed um, a while ago were in that mid-80s range. But for some people, because they had perfect instruction, perfect flavors, they just weren't – the experience wasn't as good for me because I tend to like a little bit darker cigars. But I hope to get someone on board that can come routinely and, and give us honest opinions on what they like and they really like mild, medium cigars, um, Connecticut Shade wrappers, that kind of stuff. And that way you guys can get a good idea. But if you do come on the show and you, you happen to think you like something – um, we may throw something at you that, that you may not have initially thought you would like, but we're going to give you our honest opinion on what we think is going to be uh, best for a beginner smoker, and it's not always going to be a mild cigar. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny because the first time I ever tried chewing tobacco, I had too much. And, uh, oh, boy, it, it about put me on my butt. Yeah. And I got real queasy. So I had to learn that you got to slowly get into it. Now yeah. it's a little bit different. You the more the more you're used to tobacco and 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 the strength of it yeah like for me i can't do the the prepackaged uh the pouches the pouches yeah i just can't do pouches for some reason yeah but i can do you know straight long cut chew it, yep. it's, it's fine with me but you know you got to find your your niche what yep. what works for you but sometimes you need to go outside the box find what you don't like to find what you do exactly because you're going to remember that you're going to know hey i don't like those ones so I'm going to try something different. And that, I think that's the beauty of, of smoking cigars is that it's almost like a fine art. Just like with, with alcohol, you may like one bourbon or one whiskey over the other because they have different flavors. Some people, you know, really want Jack Daniels. That's great. If you, if you like that soury type whiskey, that's cool. But some of us, you know, may not, may not prefer that. So that's the beauty of it is that you're not stuck with just one type of cigar. It's it's the ability to go and, and research and find and smoke what you like, and then when you like it, you know it. Yep. And and you're, you're there. But if you don't go outside of the box, you're never gonna know. If you only ate at McDonald's every day, you're never gonna know what good food is. Yep. You know, so it's like having that good steak, that that meaty, you know, partially fatty steak that just got great flavor. You're always gonna remember it, so you know what you like. And then sometimes you're not going to get that. So it's 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 the beauty of this that trying it, seeking it out, just it's an enjoyable experience. There really is nothing wrong with it, in the sense of even if you have a bad one, oh well, move on to the next one. Just look forward to the next time you get to smoke. Just like this, you know, the last one we had, it happened. Oh well, it's over and done with. And now look at us, we're smoking a real good one, and, and we're very satisfied. So yes. you just never know what you're going to get. So. That's the beauty of all this. Yeah, it's funny, too, because when we talk, the smoke gets a little bit less. Yeah. But as you continue, it just starts to, to peak back up yep. again. So it's I, it's concerning because what happened last time, we talked, it would, like, burn out. And I'm like, I don't want this to burn out. But, but it's not. It's not. It's slowing down, but it's yeah. not going out. Yeah. And maybe it's because we're being more conscious of it. Honestly, I, I'm still taking a puff every 30 seconds, and mm-hmm. I'm still – I'm good with that because yeah. it's not getting hot. Nope. I'll take a puff every five seconds if it didn't get hot. Exactly. I want those flavors. That's what I want out of the cigar. Um, but we're still getting nice, cool smoke, and it's not burning out. No, not at all. Uh, I'm really excited about having a uh, 
a friend of ours who's really into bourbon. Yes. Um, I'm really excited to have him on the show so he can start. we can start together pairing some of these cigars to yeah. special bourbons. And uh, he's really into that. Hopefully he'll be on soon. He's, he's, he works a lot. Um, and hopefully he'll be around so we can do that and get you guys some pairings because, you know, once you, once you know cigars, you start pairing it with, with, you know, fine spirits. Um, it changes the world of, it completely changes the world of cigars. And we hope to have a section where we're talking a little bit about bourbon and whiskey. I'm not an expert on bourbon. Um, one of our buddies is, so we're hoping to have him on the show quite a bit. Um, you'll get to know him and we're looking forward to having him on board. And then we won't be talking at all. Exactly. <laughs> Cause we'll be so relaxed and feeling good. That we, <laughs> but same thing. If you guys have anything that, that you found with your cigars that you like, let us know. Cause we'd like to try it. You know, we'd like to, to see what, what's out there for, um, pairings and if you got any suggestions, we're willing to try it. Again, we're not we're not going to stick to just one. We're we're going to be very open minded outside of the box, and we want to we want to have a full variety of of information for everybody and for ourselves because it's fun. Especially when you walk like Chip was saying, you walk into a a cigar store or cigar shop, and and you know maybe there's somebody there asking questions, and and you know sometimes not to knock the person behind the counter, but they don't know. Right, you know, maybe we can offer a suggestion or two. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not to to take away anybody's glory, but just say, hey, I found in my experience this fits better. So there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what that's why I believe that cigar smokers are a community, is because we're not real cigar smokers. Are not judgmental mm-hmm. on what you like. They're they're helpful. They they want to help uh, promote good quality life. And a part of that good quality life is good quality cigars. And find someone that, that knows what they're talking about. Now, if they've only smoked five cigars in their life, sure, they may know what they like, right. but they probably don't have a whole lot of experience when it comes to stuff to compare it to because everything is a comparison in our world. It's this was better than that. That was better than this. That's why we do a lot of that when we're talking is, hey, I really liked this about that cigar. This one I'm complaining a little bit because I am comparing it to that, that other cigar that we had. We do that a lot. Um, only because our life is comparisons to find what you like, you got to have something to compare it to because you're going to smoke a bad cigar and you say, well, I don't like all cigars. That's not true. You don't like bad cigars or you don't like this specific blend or you don't like this specific aspect of it. But unless you smoke 25, 30 cigars, you won't know what aspect you don't like. You know, you don't, you won't know that you don't like it because the construction is poor. You won't know that you don't like it because the draw is too, too hard or too loose. You don't, you you don't know that you don't like it because the smoke's too hot. You got to smoke cigars. We're going to try to review as many as possible so that you guys can get a good understanding of what our experience was, but use those only as a, as a simple guideline as to, Hey, you should, you can look through our stuff. We, we put a lot of information on our, um, reviews, look at our reviews. They go into depths of profiles, flavor profiles. So you can kind of see what kind of guidelines you like, but we also like to put in what the country of origin because different tobaccos have different characteristics. So use that as a basic guideline. But if you have a specific question, Send us a message. Email us. We'll we'd be happy to answer your question. Um, you know, even if it's something not necessarily, hey, do you like this cigar or not? If you have a question, basic cigar etiquette. Do you have a question of, hey, wh- why is 
why is this leaf different? How, why is this one flavor different, even though it's the same thing? You know, fermentation is different. The way it's grown is different. Why is sun grown different than shade grown? Why is triple fermented different than single? You know, you know, there's a lot of different things. So even if you have a generic question, there's no dumb questions, just dumb answers. Um, we'll give you both. Yeah. So I did have to relight one time. That was my fault. Um, I kind of ignored it a little bit. A uh, little bit different than the diesel where I didn't – if I ignored it, it still kept going. Still not bad though at all. I didn't get any harshness. It jumped right back into where it was supposed to be. Burn is still fine. No cracking. I mean the, the whole thing. Yeah, the, the construction is not perfect but really, really good. Very, very good. It's not perfect. Like I said, the burn has had a couple problems. Mm-hmm. Not razor sharp. It's not perfect. But they fixed themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so – it's going to grade just slightly lower in that category just because of that. The thing about cigars is you'll know you'll know when it's coming to its end. Um, this one's not close yet for me. You'll know because you can feel it in your fingers. You can you can feel the the heat coming off of it. If it starts burning your lips, you're you're getting down to pretty far. And that's why I I stress a lot when it comes to the size of the burn zone. I like to call it. So basically, how hot it is, how close it is to the ash. Now, obviously, it's going to burn inside the ash, right beneath the ash. Um, but a good, well-constructed cigar is not going to give you more than that half inch of burn zone. But a really bad, uh, loose, packed cigar, it's going to feel like the whole thing is hot. And that's never good because you want that smoke to be as cool as possible to get yes. those flavors. So that's why I, I talk about that a little bit just on a construction aspect of it. You're going to get a lot more life out of your cigar if it's well-packed. Yeah, we are, we are getting into the final third. We should probably talk about that. Creamy. It's a little creamy for me. So I'm getting a lot. When, I, when I'm when i looking at this final third, it is a perfect combination of the first and second third. That yeah. sweet creaminess came back, but it still has got that spice and nut. So it, yeah. start, so it started off with that sweet creaminess, that dark chocolate. It immediately changed on that second third into a spiced nut. Now I'm getting the underlying creaminess with the spiced nut. It's almost like the first and second thirds combined. We're 20 minutes away from the two-hour mark. I told my wife it was going to be an hour and a half. Oh. My bad. I just said I'll be there when I'm there. <laughs> I wasn't sure, so. How long are you going to be? Uh, hour and a half. Sorry. Nope. Two. Two hours. I'm, I'm, starting, to, I'm starting to get that, uh, that, end, that end mark in the flavors. So towards the end of a cigar, like I was saying earlier, you can start to feel when it's going to start going on you. Now I can start to taste that it's going to start going on me. I probably only have a couple more puffs to really yeah. enjoy it. And every cigar has its end point. And you'll know right off the bat because the flavors are going to change on you. They're going to start getting a little bit bitter. And you don't want to keep smoking through that because it's going to leave a harsh taste in your mouth. Um, I'm going to let it cool down a little bit. Maybe I'm just puffing a little bit too fast. But I can feel in my fingers that almost all the way to the tip it's soft now and soft and warm. Um, and that's perfectly fine. I mean we're, we're an hour and 50 minutes into this cigar and i'm perfectly fine with it ending right now and that's key you can't you can't think when you're smoking a cigar you're literally going to smoke it till the very last tip it just Mm -hmm. realistically it's not going to happen no but that doesn't mean it's not a good cigar every cigar has its end point just make sure that last puff that you get is the last enjoyable one you can have and you're not disappointed uh good night (laughs) yeah (laughs) our closing words from this cigar is good night. I think my closing remarks is the only thing that would top this off 
is if I had finished a nice bourbon right now, and I think I would be 100% complete. I really do. We're, we're definitely going to do that, because that, that cigar was very good. Very good remarks for that. If you want a cigar that is going to relax you from head to toe after a long, hard day's work that you don't have to think about, you don't have to worry about, and you just enjoy smoking it in, in quiet, this is going to be definitely the one for you. If you can't tell by our tone, it's much more mellow than it was in the beginning. Yes. Um, I think every part of me right now is content. Yes. Content is a very, very good yeah. word. We're sitting here in the barn, perfectly content with everything that's going around in the world right now. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed something that the earth provided mm -hmm. uh, for us, the craftsmanship, the hard work that went into it, and we are content. If you enjoyed this episode, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends about it, tell us what you think, Give us some ideas on what you want to see next, but mostly keep smoking good cigars. We appreciate your time. <laughs>